0: You're listening to The Joyful Life, where we believe dreaming big is a way of life. We're here to inspire you to achieve your goals, uplevel your confidence, and turn dreams into reality. Here to cheer you on is your photography-loving brand babe guru and authenticity-obsessed host, Katie Clatterbaugh. for hopping on a call with me today. I am so excited for our listeners to hear your story. For those of you who are not familiar with Nicole, Nicole, will you introduce yourself for us?
1: Yes, Katie, thank you so much for having me. I am Nicole Coveney, and I am Mrs. Colorado 2020. Uh, some, of, uh, some of the people out there involved with pageantry are probably calling many of us the COVID queens this yes. year, particularly <laughs> under the circumstances. So, um, Katie, I am so thrilled and uh, humbled to be here. I'm very excited to speak with you today about some of the things that I have going on as Mrs. Colorado this year.
0: Yes, so first, the question we're all dying to know, are you ready for nationals? And and is it still happening in January?
1: You know, it is still happening. Um, Originally, it was scheduled for October. And um, I I know a lot of people were disappointed because some of the state pageants, depending on the state that you lived in, the pageant had actually happened in their state and they have been waiting for nationals for a while. Um, originally the Mrs. Colorado pageant was supposed to happen in um, May and then our lovely um, director Emily Stark had actually pushed it to July and she had an amazing, unique, fun pageant this year. And so um, when it was scheduled for October, it just felt a little bit rushed for the state of Colorado girls. So um, it is still scheduled for January and uh, we are going Forward as planned, as far as we know right now. I am so excited to hear that. I will be in the crowd
0: cheering as long as there is a crowd. I know uh we're praying for that. We're hoping for that because, man, I want to see you ladies just dominate that stage.
1: Yeah, we're all very excited too. I think with all of us uh, hanging out in yoga pants and not being able to get <laughs> ready very often, it's very exciting to have a week long celebration of just being girls and being. Uh, being wonderful ladies that are representing our communities and our states. And we still get to be a little bit glam that week too, which is nice. So we're looking forward to
0: that. Amen to that. And you guys are going to celebrate all your hard work. So speaking of hard work, I know you are working your tail
1: off in Colorado and I'm dying to hear all about it. Yes. So I have a few things Katie that I'm working on this year and um, I I just feel so much passion for the platforms that I'm working on this year. I I kind of feel like I right now am. My big thing is trying to get rid of misconceptions and pageantry. I know a lot of people um, have a lot of those misconceptions, and they just are constantly getting um, construed. Uh, pageantry is always. I feel like been a negative to some people, and every single pageant person, pageant person, quote unquote, that I've ever met, has been so community-minded and they have wonderful platforms that they work on and uh, they try to bring awareness. So by being a title holder and being Mrs. Colorado, I'm trying very hard to get rid of some of those misconceptions. Um, I am minoring in anti-bullying this year. I've actually produced and directed a PSA, a public service announcement for elementary schools that have gone to every single school district in the state of Colorado to use as an educational tool. And I am majoring in advocating for not only adults with developmental disabilities, but for a grassroots organization called Treeline Pass um, in the state of Colorado that actually is a wonderful day program using applied behavior analysis therapy for those adults after they age out of school. And we're talking to some state senators and um, hopefully a, um, a big state representative and our governor about trying to get some Medicaid laws changed as far as those day programs go. So I have a busy year and I'm loving every minute of it. You
0: are busy and we have (laughs) so much to unpack. I'm so fascinated by this. Um, I have platformed on anti-bullying as well. So we're definitely going to dive into that. But first I want to talk about your major. Um, and let's talk about some of the goals you're trying to talk, change, not talk about with the Senate and what we can do as, um, your support
1: system to make that happen. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I think if anybody else has ever dug deeper into this, I'm not sure if a lot of people know. And when I say adults with developmental disabilities, that is, um, if you look at adults that have autism or Down syndrome, the lesser known Fragile X syndrome, which is uh, Fragile X is actually how I got it into this, which I do have a very cute story if we have time. Yes, tell us. No, I want to, you can't leave me hanging. I know. Um, So my daughter is 16 years old and she has this absolutely adorable boyfriend named Ryan. They've been dating for about a year and Ryan has become a big part of our family. And Ryan has two siblings, not just one, but two siblings with Fragile X syndrome. Which is a developmental disability. He's got a 23 year old brother with Fragile X syndrome, and he's got a 13 year old sister with Fragile X syndrome. And basically, we, my husband Jason, and I have become very close with Ryan's family. And when I, now this is where I feel like it's like Kismet or divine intervention. I met uh, his parents, Kari and Matt. I would say, let's see, they've been dating for a year. Um, I met them about seven or eight months ago. And we, after a few glasses of wine and lots of laughs and just getting to know them more, I said, you know what, you guys, if I win Mrs. Colorado, and I was a bit of a... I was a bit of a long shot this year. I don't think a lot of people expected me to win Mrs. Colorado. Uh, this is where I feel like God came in and um, said, Nicole, you have a lot to say and you need to use this platform for good. So I won and I said, you know what, When if I win Mrs. Colorado, then I am going to advocate for the nonprofit that you have started for your kids that have Fragile X syndrome. Um, as it stands now, they've done some great fundraisers despite COVID. And uh, they're moving into a new space. Wow. Yeah, they're moving into a new space. They're doing great. Um, It could have been better because they weren't able to do their annual golf tournament and things like that. But um, despite the situation, they've made it work. And um, we've talked to a couple of our state senators about the disparity of Medicaid laws. So if if you don't know anybody with a developmental disability as an adult, they have a lot of resources as kids in school. As their education comes to an end, their public education comes to an end at the age of 21, they have nothing. So basically, you're seeing a lot of the people that have Down syndrome or autism or Fragile X or any type of developmental disability, they get done with school at age 21 and then they have absolutely nothing. And unfortunately, the Medicaid laws that come in are forcing these individuals and their families that are their caretakers to choose between living expenses and further education. So we all get to go to college or go to vocational school, things like that but um, these people are having to choose um, what they get, and a lot of them need therapy. And unfortunately, a lot of these individuals are in basic daycare programs. And what Treeline Pass does is they, um, they help these individuals find vocations. They help them um, with volunteering in their communities, So they're actually giving back to their communities. So what we're trying to do with our state senators is change Um, just the wording of those Medicaid laws in order to um, allow them a little more flexibility on what they're spending their money on, because some of them can live with their families, and they don't need that money for living expenses, but then they're also not able to get therapy as well.
0: Wow, that's fascinating, and I had no idea. So I don't know, admittedly, what Fragile X syndrome is. Um, What is it? I know you said it was a disability, but what type of disability?
1: It's a genetic disorder. And um, while I'm not an expert on it, it de- there are certain things that mirror um, severe autism. Mm-hmm. So um, Cole and Jess will never live away from home um, unless they are in some sort of a group setting, which there's not a lot of those anymore. Um, so they will never be able to work a full-time job and support themselves. So um, a lot of, if you look at, um, if any of you want to go to my Instagram page uh, mrs. Colorado 2020 you'll actually see a lot Cole is actually their very first client, and you'll see that he goes out and he does horse therapy he's a really good word worker, so he made um, Christmas ornaments for all of the donors this year. He has worked on some really cool cornhole games that they've been able to auction off for their fundraisers. Um, so Fragilex X, it mirrors a little bit of uh, severe autism, but there are other little nuances that go along with it.
0: That is wonderful. That is so cool that you have partnered with such an love- amazing
1: yeah, they're those kids are both my heart. And um, the more I've gotten to know them, I just they get so excited when they see me. Um, I, my last name is Coveney, And whenever they see me, they're like, it's Mrs. me. <laughs> 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 it just warms my heart. I love them.
0: That's great. That's wonderful. Um, so anyone who doesn't live in, Col- yeah, in Colorado, what can we do to help?
1: Well, you can um, make sure that if you see any adult programs with adults with developmental disabilities, um, I hope you will make sure to greet them. They get very excited to uh, be greeted by anyone around them. And just pay attention. Um, You know, ask around about your state laws and get back to me if you um, hear of state laws about uh, developmental disabilities and what your Medicaid laws are, because we're trying to do a lot of research in Colorado to figure out what a good mirror state is. Uh, for what we're asking for. I know in Montana and in Nevada, they have some really awesome um, communities where these adults can live and be active members of society. They work, they uh, give back to their communities, they volunteer, and they have an area um, where they're able to live and be around others that are like them so they can build relationships as well. So um, I love to hear and just message me about what your state's doing and how we can help mirror or help change in your state as well. And that is one of the reasons why I want to be Mrs. America is because I can work on a national level as opposed to just a state level.
0: For sure. And you guys who are listening, we will definitely tag Nicole's information in the show notes. So you guys can reach out to Nicole with any questions or like you said, or like she said, rather, um, any tips or state laws that you think she would be um, interested in knowing. So, all right, right. on the flip side, let's talk about your anti-bullying campaign. What are you doing for that? And how in the world did you get a PSA started? That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was my first goal as Mrs. Colorado, um, because it had an end in sight. It was something I, um, I think I'm goal oriented. As I get older, I realize that I, if I can make something happen, it needs to happen yesterday, which I've actually had to (laughs) go back. A little bit. My friends at Tree Line Pass have actually said, okay, Nicole, baby steps. It's okay. It's <laughs> today. But with the PSA, I was able to. So what I used to do was go speak at elementary schools in my area when I was a um, when I was a local title holder. I was Mrs. Highlands Ranch, Colorado, before I won Mrs. Colorado. And I used to go speak at elementary schools. And with the wrench that COVID has thrown in, I can't do that anymore. So I said, you know what, if I win Mrs. Colorado, I am going to um, hire a videographer, and we're going to do a public service announcement. It's, um, it's a little under five minutes long, and we're going to talk about all of the, the things that these kids can do to be kind to one another, and part of that is uh, social media. I think that's a big one right now because we're all cooped up in our homes, so I don't think we're dealing with the bullying on the playground as much as we are social media bullying. And Katie, I don't know, you've probably dealt with this a little bit. I have. I've had a few people, I'm like, I'm a 44 year old woman. Why am I kidding?
0: Oh, people are brutal, especially behind a screen, because they they don't have to say it to your face. I have gotten quite literal death threats. I've gotten hate mail. I have gotten, when I was Mrs. uh, USA Universe, When I was in China at Mrs. Universe, I had this beautiful costume on and someone took it upon themselves to post it on their page. And the world went to town on comparing that costume and literally (laughs) ripping me apart. And you come off something like that. and, And have you been on a national
1: stage yet? I have not, my daughter has, but I have not yet.
0: Okay, so you're gonna come off that stage with the highest high of feelings and you just feel so accomplished and so proud. I mean, I got to be in China and represent the United States of America at an international pageant. It was truly a dream come true. And I immediately pull up my Facebook and this is what I see and I just start bawling. Oh, Oh. people don't realize words do hurt and it doesn't matter if you're five years old or you're 55 years old or you're 90, we just need to be nice to each other, y'all. The world right. will be a better place.
1: Right. Well, and you <sighs> know, it's one of those things, too, where you, yes, it's hurtful. And yes, I have gotten hurt by it. And we find it hurtful as adults, but we can move past it. And what really, really concerns me, I have two daughters, I have a son and two daughters, um, how, if you aren't a teenage girl or a teenage boy with high self-esteem or um, you haven't had that experience in life, how do you recover from something like that? And a lot of people are not. A lot of kids aren't because people can be so mean and they don't have to be held accountable. Unfortunately, a lot of times their parents don't know what's going on. Because I can tell you right now, if I found out my kids were doing that to someone, they'd be in a load of trouble and there would definitely be consequences. Um So I think it's sad how bad self-esteem can perpetuate and put that on to others. So I'm sorry you had to go through that because I've dealt with it on a small scale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all, we will all experience it at some point or another. You know, it is our job as parents to keep a pulse on it, to, you know, encourage, I have a six-year-old son myself, so constantly teaching him to be kind and, of course, Every kid has a moment where they're just in a bad mood and they say the wrong thing, and that happens. Yep. But we also, like you said, confidence is key and building up your self-esteem and and knowing your value as a person. And I think that ties a lot to the bullying because when you are a confident person, there's always that mean person who wants to bring you down. Yep. And Absolutely. so, tell us some of the ways that your campaign is teaching these kids to be kind and kind of how we can
1: help heal the world with
0: just kindness.
1: (laughs) So um, I, I think I had started following you, Katie. And then you saw my, um, I have a page that is, I have two Instagram pages. One is my, normal um, personal mrs colorado page and then i actually have i'm trying to start a movement you guys and it's slow going but it will happen um i have an instagram page that is called mrs colorado reminds kind and i try to showcase i just started this a few months ago i try to showcase people in my communities in um, other communities all over the world that are being kind. So my hope is if you hashtag Mrs. Colorado Reminds Kind, um, I want to showcase you because I really do want to start that movement for um, people to remember to be kind and be nice to others and uplift others because I can guarantee the, what is it, serotonin in your brain? I could be Mm -hmm. wrong. That might have been. No, you're right. (laughs) It (laughs) makes you feel better. It makes you feel better to help in your community. It makes you, um, it releases serotonin in your brain and it just gives your psyche an overall better feeling as opposed to insulting others. Um, it's really easy to to have pity parties right now. I've had plenty of pity parties as Mrs. Colorado. Uh, I've mentioned to Katie. Yeah, I've mentioned to Katie that I'm having a really hard time getting coverage in the state of Colorado. And I just want to do good. And I want people to be happy, because right now with COVID, things are not going great for so many people mentally, and we're taking to social media, and I want to be that bright spot in social media that's going to make others feel better, so between my anti-bullying video that I wish um, I wish schools would show, because it's, like I said, it's less than five minutes of just reminding people to be nice You know, and I did it with um, Mrs. Colorado American, Sylvia Waller. So um, she's my partner in crime this year. And we were the two highest scoring individuals at the Mrs. Colorado pageant. And um, she did the PSA with me. So we had a great time doing it. And um, the the wonderful man, Jim at Dry Creek Productions, did the video for us. We were in a studio. I say that was like my claim to fame on the closest I would ever get to being a newscaster. So (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I got to use a
0: teleprompter. It was awesome. (laughs) Yay. Now, is it possible for you to share that video so we can share
1: it with our listeners? Absolutely. I will share it with you, Katie, and uh, you'll be able to see the video. And then um, again, you just have to hashtag Mrs. Colorado reminds kind and I will feature you and let's try to make social media a bright spot as opposed to being so negative all the time.
0: I love it. I'm totally in accordance with you. We can do it. We can absolutely do it, y'all. Actually, Let's all I commit to that.
1: I have a seven year old daughter, and I say the exact same thing to her mm-hmm. all the time. I'm like, Were you kind to your friends today at mm-hmm. school? She's not in school right now, but were you kind? Were you nice on the playground? And she's like, Mom, I'm always nice. And I'm yep. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going
0: to tell it to you 627 more times.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm out there like telling people to be kind. If I get word from your teacher or from your friend's parents that you were nasty, that Mm -hmm. reflects poorly on me as a parent.
0: (laughs) This is so true, you sound just like me. (laughs) So Nicole, we are so excited for you for the Mrs. America national pageant, which is happening in January. Our followers, obviously we have your handle and we'd love to follow you. Um, But for anyone who maybe wants to send some well wishes, you guys, when I went to my international pageant, it was so fun to wake up every morning and see DMs. So my audience, let's flood them to her. Let's send her our best wishes. Good luck. She is going to be amazing on that stage and like she said, pageantry is so much more than just being pretty and uh, being able to speak well. You really have to have a kind heart. You have to be involved in your community. And Nicole, you're the epitome of that. So I'm so excited for you.
1: Thank you, Katie. I appreciate it. And you know, one thing I do want to mention is I've ha- I actually did get interviewed by a high school student recently about pageantry. And it was so funny because she said, what do you say to people that um, think, pageants are just about being pretty. And I said, I am 44 years old, and I was in a room with 34 other gorgeous women. If it was just a beauty pageant, and I'm not trying to be um, self-deprecating, I have good self-esteem, but I am not the prettiest person in the room. There were plenty of other girls that were 10 times prettier than I am. I mean, it has to be the whole package with pageantry, sure you, you want to look nice. I love putting makeup on. I love doing my hair, but, and wearing nice clothes, but you have to be a good person on the inside as well and bring some things to the table. So, um, I, I, Katie, I've seen what you did. Um, I know, I believe domestic violence was one of your um, platforms as well, yes. um, which I had actually mentioned that. I've been through a similar situation and we all have something to bring to the table. It's, um, it's not just about being pretty and pageantry.
0: I agree. And the sisterhood is so true, you guys. I've never met Nicole in, in person, um, but we connect on a deeper level because of pageantry. And I know I talk about pageantry all the time on this podcast. Um, and I don't want this to be a pageant-focused podcast, but it really is an enrichment to your life. It will challenge you and make you grow in ways that you have never experienced, and it connects you with women who are in a like-minded state. Um, You know, We've talked about this, and we will talk about this in future episodes. It's hard as as an adult to find friends, especially as females, because we are so catty and so competitive with each other, and so... To, to be into pageantry, I was that person. I never competed as a, as a child. I competed as an adult in the American system first. And um, I went into it thinking, this is just going to be really pretty women and no substance. And I was blown away. And that's the reason I continued with it. And um, I've made friends for life around the world and have been inspired every single day by following people like yourself, Nicole. Um, and watching you guys grow and all the work you're doing in your community. So I'm so thankful to have met you. I'm so thankful that you were here today to talk about your story and share what you're doing uh, with, excuse me, with the world. Um, So if there's anyone who has any questions, again, we will tag Nicole's information below. Please send her a DM, introduce yourself, cheer her on. And like she asked prior, if you have any resources in your state regarding special needs, uh, especially with Medicare, please um, help her out there and, and give her a shout. So until next time, guys, I hope you have a great day. And Nicole, thank you so much.
1: Katie, thank you so much for having me on. It was a pleasure and I'm humbled and I really appreciate you.
0: Thanks for listening to The Joyful Life if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcast and share on social media. To catch all the latest from Katie, follow her on Instagram at Katie underscore Clatterbop. Until then, keep chasing those dreams, friends.